All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing's nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth building market insights. Hi, I'm Matt Schreiber, and this is Bull Bear Radio. It is episode number 54. You sure it's not Bear Radio? Uh, last time we checked, it, it was Bull Radio. Bull Bear Radio. Did you know we took a poll recently? A poll? The overwhelming- The North Pole? Over, yeah, the overwhelming majority of folks said that Santa was going to deliver a very strong Santa Claus rally. Do you believe in Santa Claus at the moment? <laughs> I believe in Santa. I think people are misinformed about Santa bringing, you know, a rally this year. Well, you know, the the Christmas list, right? So I think in number 53, we're talking about the Christmas list. I think 52 we even talked about the Christmas list, right? We needed the Fed to kind of slow their roll. They supposedly have done that, even though I've heard recently some folks, Wells Fargo, saying, nah, the, the rates are going to go dramatically higher next year, getting into the 3% range on Fed funds rate, which means you have to have consistent rate hikes from here, right? Even Jamie Dimon. Jamie Dimon, J.P. Morgan, saying the uh, same thing. Uh, trade. Looks like we may have a trade resolution, but maybe not, but maybe. And, and there's been some debate there uh, and, and a developing story. Ceasefire, stand down. Right. Then Trump said no more uh, tariffs on uh, American automobiles in China, which everybody tried to corroborate. Nobody could. So then that called the whole deal into question. And then today. And we got, got a big, big sell off on Tuesday. And, and then down 800 points. Then then overnight. Uh, Wednesday in, markets are closed. Uh, an indictment on uh, one of uh, Chinese uh, tech company CFOs. Wang. I, I have I have no idea. We're not, I'm not even going to try and say it right. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter, but it's you know yeah, uh, bringing the, into one, question whether one of their or not the trucels exist. One of their, one of their strategic uh, uh, tech uh, leaders and uh, important person in uh, you know China. Yeah. So. The trade thing looks like we had a check, but I'm not sure if we got a check. Maybe we got a check. What do you think? Do we have a check on the box or yet to be seen? We were looking for at least a ceasefire. We got a check for that. Check. Yeah, there's a stand down right now. Okay. And then number three, we're looking for some infrastructure uh, from Congress maybe next year. <gasps> oh, you're holding your breath on that one. Okay. I wouldn't hold your breath too long. So look, Count the, on that. the market rallied on Monday, right? We, we, we got back. And, uh, you know, to work on Monday here. And, Sun's and, up, market's up. It, and it looked like, you know, we were we we're going to get a real powerful Santa Claus rally. You and I were joking by the Octa up, right? Yeah, I mean, we had a, we had an update the prior Friday. It was looking like, you know, yeah. It looked like it was ready to run. Right. Santa's yes. coming to town. So what Woo! happened? So what happened? Why the, why the rally fade? The Grinch ran over him with a dump truck. You know, it faded right right towards, uh, you know, the beginning of the day, came back, then at the end of the day flattened off. And then, you know, what, like a vortex down on Tuesday. 
Yeah, well, that was, you know. Nowhere to hide. I mean, hey, except listen. for maybe like the long treasure. Well, something happened on good, Tuesday. Right? You know what that was? An inversion of the yield curve. Woo! Bad news. That's really loud. Bad news. Precursor. You're, you're probably hurting some people's ears. Ah, precursor. But it won't hurt your eyes to read Don's piece on the inverted yield curve, right? Oh, and good, by the way, through, through right now's taping is, uh, you know, eyeballs are going to the, the interweb over on WBIinvestments.com like crazy to read this. Uh, go to WBIinvestments.com, hit Insights. And you can get your inverted yield curve article by uh, Don Schreiber Jr. You bet. Threes and fives went it's negative. One of, the, one of the most read this year so far. Well, your rest of the yield curve uh, is looking shaky and I think uh, might be negative uh, if the Fed wasn't rolling off its balance sheet, which is you know artificially putting pressure on bond prices and yields higher on the long end of the curve. So you know, can you imagine if the entire yield curve was negative right now? My gosh, it might scare some people. I well, think that's might be what the heck is going on with this market. I, yeah. I mean, the market is as we're. I mean, we're, we saw it down seven twenty today. I think Whoa. we're taping here, of like vortex down at the open, right, right away, and even futures overnight. Uh, there was that mysterious tick down. Wow, that was scary. Eight hundred uh, points at the on on the get go. Right as the European markets opened, U.S. futures went down. Straight down. I know. And then they came back, and then right at the open today, gap down big. And it stayed pretty much down in that range all day, about 1.5%. And, you know, Tuesday markets were down in excess of 3%. Dow was down 3.1%, S&P down 3.2%, NASDAQ down 3.8%, and the Russell 2000 was down 44 in a day. That's pretty good. That's some volatility, right? That's 5% over the last couple of trading days. Yeah, I mean, kind of starting to get scary out the, there. The last three days rolling here, 12, 3, 12, 4, uh, you know, uh, and today. I wish we had one of those things where we could just like get the tape of the uh, Grinch song to pop right up, you know? Uh, yeah, so uh, third, the fourth, fifth was a day off, right? And now the sixth, three, three straight trading days here. The S&P through taping here is down three and a half percent over three days. So it's it's been uh, one up day, two down. An interesting ride, and today uh, all sectors are down. By the way, ten of eleven, except for guess what's positive? Treasury bonds. No, communication services of forty six basis points. Oh, treasury bonds are positive too. We got a little flight to quality. Well, I'm talking going on. stocks, man. I'm talking oh, stocks. Okay. Yeah, so well, that's not what you you know. So do you think the Grinch steals Christmas here? There's only 224 stocks that had a positive return through the year through yesterday. Hey, 75 percent of stocks. Less today. 75 percent of stocks are down at least 10 percent. Yeah, and like in the S and P 500. And, a, and about a third are in a bear market. By the way, you, you talk about bear markets. Germany just went into a bear market correction. Germany. Germany. Germany down 20. Germany. Right. Yep. The European indexes, a little bit broader, mm -hmm. down 25. Yeah. Whoa. So. You know, why went the U.S. That's market bloody? Why bloody. would why went the U.S. market go down that much? Follow suit. You looking yeah. for it to follow suit? Do you think so? Well, you know, there's there's a, I hear I hear a little sucking. You know. Oh, is that like you <laughs> you flush the toilet? Exactly. And the whole thing like. Suck. Yeah. Circling. Circling. Yeah. 
there. It could no. be. I don't know. Be. That was that a good toilet sound? That was pretty bad. No, it was maybe we bad. should maybe we should recut that. I don't. I know. don't want to do toilet. I don't. Sounds. I don't practice that. But the I don't trailing, want to do toilet sounds. Uh, look, we we've been following this a little bit. The trailing twelve month PE multiple, right through the end of last week, twenty one point seven. Man, still high. Pretty darn high. Went a still little high. bit higher even. Yeah. Still high. Hey, did you see that the father of indexing? Came out of the weekend. Who? Blackjack? Blackjack, man. Blackjack Bogle? Yeah, man. He says he's really concerned about, you know. The next decade or so. Indexing. Over the next decade. Capsizing the, uh, the the stock market. Well, and he said that, you know, stocks and bonds over the next 10 years. We had a little one, reversal. Hey, one and a half percent. Three, four months ago, he was saying that could never happen. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, he's worried. Well, you know, the storyboard's got to persist, you know. We've been worried for a long time. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got to sell his storyboard, dude, so he makes some money. And he you can, know what I heard? You know, buy uh, lots of toys for his uh, grandchildren. You know what I heard? I heard that really soon, uh, it's not quite there yet, but it's very close, that the four largest investment management firms mm-hmm. with all this passive index product out there mm-hmm. will soon own 50% of the outstanding shares of corporate America. 50%. That's, that's crazy. In, in in four companies control all of corporate America. What, what, what if their investors start to sell some of those uh, shares of those ETFs that own, you know, uh, or, or those mutual funds that own those stocks? Why would you want four companies to control corporate America? I don't know. Kind of sounds like a monopoly to me. Isn't sounds that, like Big Brother to me. Is, isn't that something the government's supposed to be taking a look at? You know, like, man, Orson uh, Welles wrote about this. All right. Well, hey, look. Well, the reason why I I, I said trailing twelve month PEs at twenty one point seven, the average is fifteen point eight, right? And I just heard, by the way, back to eighteen sixty, every decade back to eighteen sixty as a recession. Do you know that? I just heard this on CNBC like two minutes before taping. I Every decade it. is a recession. Well, we better get we better get one so, quick. So if we're going <laughs> if we're going back to you know uh, more average corporate fundamental growth rates, yeah, maybe more average like GDP and stuff like that. Yet again, you know, from the three percent back to the two percent, which I think Matt Davis and some other people are forecasting. Right? You know, Mr. Bogle. If said, there's a reversion to mean, yes. That's a 27.2% decline from where it was at the beginning of the week. Man, you know, I think uh, Mr. Bogle said that index investors, equity investors, could expect a 1.5% return over the next decade. That's what I just said. And I think. Oh, are you snoozing over there? And I think. Guess now what? Now it's his idea. It's yeah, a good idea. It is my idea. <laughs> Jeez Louise. And, and guess what? The reason why is uh, we're going to have a pretty big bear market. Didn't so, you just say that? <laughs> I I, I, I kind of said that, but you just said it. So, you know, I, I was talking to some some advisors and some investors, you know, over the last couple of days. I think you were, too. Everybody thinks through like this minute of, of taping Bull Bear Radio. Market's up, man. That the market's Woo! up like 10 percent for the year. Oh, man, it's doing good. It's it's in negative territory. The S&P as we speak. 500. The S&P 500 and the Dow are negative and for the year. If you look outside of the, you know, fang trader, the top 10 stocks on the S&P 500, there is absolutely the Nasd- blood in the street. Yep. And, and we're talking about gushers of blood. Yeah, it's bad. Like, if you took the other 490 stocks, the index is down, you know, mid-single digits, dude. It's get yeah. It's, it's not good. It's getting ugly. So if you think the market's up 10 right now, like open the newspaper, bro. 
and and like read. Get a grip on this. Did you or, want- or get like improve your Apple news feed? And by the way, put put our podcast, uh, you know, in your subscriptions. Listen. Yeah, in, in I'm listening. The la- last so eight, everybody else. last eight hundred years. Choke it up. Eight hundred years. This was the greatest bull market in bonds in history. In the last 800, 800 years? 800 years. You're lying. Heard this yesterday. Where was that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I tell you what. You, yeah. know, you know what it was? It was uh, uh, the fire, uh, prior uh, Fed president, Fisher, who said that. And uh, he's a man who knows his business. Yep. So uh, can you imagine that? The greatest bull market in history is about to revert to mean oh, it's, in bonds. Well, meaning so it's look like a, out below. It's bro. almost like a tulip bulb mania, which you did write about, you know, you know, earlier this year or late last year. But anyway, this inverted yield curve thing, right? What's it saying? So the inverted yield curve has been a a, a pretty good predictor of uh, recessions, right? So right now, instead of worrying about whether or not if the this uh, Inversion in the yield curve, one part of the yield curve, is going to predict a recession. What it is actually telling you is what we've been saying for the last, you know, couple of months. Yeah. That the Fed is making a huge policy mistake. A few for insane in the membrane, right? right? We've been saying it for a couple of years now. Because they've already raised rates by an order of magnitude of eight hundred percent, which is twice the 425% that they raised going into the financial crisis to slow the economy right. down. So you and and one, one, one second. And the inversion of the yield curve is a really good indicator mm-hmm. that the Fed has raised rates too far and is going to slow down the economy, which is not what they want to do by the way. Right. So, speaking of recessions, Italy just went into recession. Yep. Is anybody paying attention? We, we are. Is anybody paying I attention? I caught that. Italy, Italy just went into recession. And guess what? Germany I just went printed in- for the first time in 10 years negative growth for the third quarter. Well, they have the strongest economy, biggest, baddest economy in all of Europe. And and then our, our friends over in England are like, maybe we don't want to do this Brexit thing. It actually might hurt a little bit more than than we wanted to. So they're having a huge political struggle. Theresa May may end up losing uh, out and, and no longer be prime minister pretty soon. And, yeah. and they have another referendum uh, in Parliament on uh, whether they do the Brexit thing or not. The analysts in UK have three scenarios. For what could possibly happen with Brexit, it starts out bad, goes to worse, and the last one's catastrophic. Perfect. So that's a great place for us to stop. Okay? So we'll be right back in just a minute, and you know we'll bring you a little bit more of a Christmas cheer. Yeah, some sunshine. In uh, number 54 here. Do you need income? WBAI's retirement income strategy focuses on keeping investors' capital base intact in order to grow and provide income leading to and in retirement. The strategy combines dividend-paying stocks with high-quality corporate or high-yield bonds. Learn more at WBIinvestments.com. So, to, to add to our, our Christmas cheer, Christmas cheer, Don just, you know, we were talking on a break here. 
by the way, you want more of these insights, WBIinvestments.com, Hit Insights, everything's right there. The podcasts, commentary, little snippets on the market, everything's right there. It's aggregated. You want to get my Twitter feed, Don's Twitter feed, all right there. So it's a good one-stop shop for you know market insights. Now, WBI Insights. Speaking of market insights, Don was just telling me that since 1972... This is the worst year for investors, investors ever, yeah. like, I, since 1970, not ever, yep. but since 1970. You know, typically, when asset, some asset classes like stocks are going down, something else is going up, like bonds or commodities or gold or something. This year, this year so far, there isn't a sector or an investment type that looks to be able to ink a 5% return In for the In the United year. States. No, no. Anywhere. Five percent. You know, sectors. Oh, sectors. I thought sectors. You, anywhere not, in the world. One, I was going to be not like one given stock. I thought I'm talking maybe, about sectors. There's probably got to be a so country commodities. That's up. Commodities aren't don't, like Jamaica. Man, hey, commodities don't look like they're going to make it. Gold's not going to make it. Bonds aren't going to make it. Stocks aren't. Gonna Oil's make not going to make it. Oil's not going to make it. Holy Real cow. estate's not going to make Dude, it. Guess what? Fifty since 1972, there has not been another year. That is as bad as 2018. Doesn't that make you feel good? Dude, oil's at like 50 bucks. What's that telling you about? I, I know the hey, world's a wash listen. in oil. Hey, four, but if you brought four some months of the ago, oil down, I mean, holy cow. Four months ago, we were talking about this. Everybody was predicting that oil was going to continue to run it. Hey, go to, yeah, it's going to go, gonna go baby. It's going to yep. go. It's going to go to 100. And I said, no way. No way. Hey. The world is a wash, hey, oh, oh, hey. a wash in oil. Yeah. It, we're drowning in oil, too much supply, Yep. slowing economic conditions. There's only one way the price could go from here, yep. down. Yes. And there's still only one okay. way the price can go. Okay, so there's a lot, down. A lot of risk out there, right? I uh, spoke OPEC, with- OPEC could cut, it doesn't matter. I, I got you, I got you. I, so there's a lot of risk. So what, we're, what you'd suggest is kind of hunker down for a rainy day here. Uh, wealthmanagement.com just did a spotlight on WBI. Um, hey, prior, I got to tell you, again, yesterday, really good interview with uh, uh, Fed, you know, prior Fed President Fisher. They said, you know, you used to be a professional investment manager. Right now, would you be shorting stocks? And he said, right now, I'd be holding cash. Because things are going to get cheaper, and it's going to be a lot easier to make money at some time in the near future. Okay, so speaking of I think that he, that's prophetic. Okay. Cash, baby. So wealthmanagement.com, we recently did an interview with those folks. Sure. A little spotlight on us, on WBI. So WBI, Active uh, Risk Management Process. And our process is very hedge fund-like. Wouldn't you say that's accurate? Absolutely. Absolutely. We actually built our process to mimic long short investing with the best outcome in mind. Which without the shorting, right? Without the shorting, without the leverage, without the two and twenty fees, right? Or two or three and thirty or whatever it is. But you know, a lower cost alternative that would actually control the loss on the downside, get small losses, and get good returns so we compound capital really effectively. Yep. We've done that. We've been doing that for twenty five years. Yep. So um, I'm glad find, finally somebody noticed. And and why, yeah, why uh, the risk mitigation? Why why did you want to go that long short, hedge fund type of approach? Why you know I 
I grew up around the business, right? Uh, unfortunately, I've been with the business. Or fortunately, I've been with the business since birth. But, uh, you know, I know you can pick some stocks. You wrote all about dividend investing. So clearly you got the manual for how to buy a dividend paying stock on sure, the street. I mean, right. Make so it, why not just pick stocks and buy an Oldham since hey, you can do that? Passive indexing or, or smart beta. Really easy to do, folks. Really easy. Managing both the risk and the uh, return side of the equation. Not so easy. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're the reason why we do that is. My initial experience with clients, the first 10 years or so I was in the business, was that the biggest mistake a client makes is they buy high and sell low. When they see bear market corrections that exceed 20%, most everybody starts moving money to cash, and they sell low, not high. When you do that, losses are more powerful than gains in determining whether or not you're going to be successful as an investor. Einstein wrote about it. He's been dead a while, but he wrote about it. That compounding is the most powerful Doesn't mean a good idea force is dead. in the universe. Yeah. And I, I kind of read that and I said, hey, man, if that's what the deal is, how do I best accelerate or, or uh, create compounding efficiency? One is don't to lose too much in the down market because losses are really, really much more powerful than the gains in terms of uh, destroying your capital. Very difficult to get back once you lose it. Takes a long time. And if we could curtail the losses and then add decent returns on top. Sure. Not the highest returns, but decent yeah. returns. We would compound more effectively over an investor's lifetime, which is what we understand our job is to do. Not to outperform in a given day, week, or month, or year, but outperform over the entire lifetime or cycles for investors, which is what we've done. That's why we manage the risk side of the equation. So let's let's let me ask you this question. And let's, we've improved our upmarket capture dynamics because we continue to push the frontier in factor investing, the way you select stocks with factors and use quant, you know, models to actually implement really effectively. So if the market's up, let's say ten percent, okay, mm -hmm. what what would be a successful uh, rate of return in relation to that to you? given this process it depends on which uh uh, uh portfolio we're looking of course at. but i mean like it, 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 you can pick stocks so are you trying to like outperform the up 10 are you trying to be up 10 are you you know trying to be close or so, you know i know our, it depends on the environment but it, on is, a pure is, stock selection basis if you stay fully invested and you have superior stock selection, you should be able to outperform the market or the S&P 500 in this case pretty significantly over a long period of time. Yes, but if your process is a little if bit If you're more willing fluid, to take down 50 or 60 and stay invested, which is a really stupid idea from a math and compounding standpoint, even if you were willing to stay invested, then that might work for you. Return is secondary Capital is the most important part of the yeah, equation. Yeah, so so would you say like up uh, three four percent would be like no, kinda, I'd say you know okay if, or something if, like if that. You're, if, if you're managing risk, if, taking less risk, half if, the risk. If you're taking a significantly reduced risk, about twenty percent of the S and P five hundred risk. But in a bull market, we're going to get probably fifty or sixty percent of the return. Okay, that's what that's all I was looking for. And Just know, in the bull market side. Now let's and then we're going to outperform magnificently so we you, think on the you've downside. got a dynamic trailing stop process to manage risk prices stocks go down prices fall you start to hit some stops raise cash and you raise cash so let's say the market's down 
you know, five or ten percent. Are you going to get a piece of that? You going to get the whole thing? Absolutely. It, it, Depends on where the stops are set. I think people right confuse now are, stop loss with no loss. They do. They do. They think that because we have risk mitigation, somehow we're going to get down zero. No, no. If I've you're heard that if you're going to hold a stock to a gain, you have to hold at least three, four, five days of price volatility. So if a stock's average price volatility is 1%, you got to have a stock, a stop that's at least five. Most stocks, other than utilities, have a uh, large cap, about one, in, one to one and a half percent. So your stops are going to be down eight or 10. On Smid stocks, so you're going to get down cap, eight or 10. You bet. And then that's if where the market's down set. 10, you're going to get 10. If the market's down 50, you're going to be down 10. You're going to be down like 10. And these are all approximate. We're just talking kind of parameters here, but we're just trying to explain a little bit why, you know, wealthmanagement.com said this was more hedge fund like. It's not that hedge funds aren't down when the market's down. It's that they hedge. They, they short. They minimize some of that loss. They also, because they usually have the constant risk protection on in the way of shorting, don't get as much upside either. Ours is just different. Cash is that risk mitigation well, when, tool. Yeah, well, Either on the downside or maybe even on the upside, you miss a little bit because you have a little cash cushion. We we want our, our the goal of our process is to exit um, uh, as uh, prices are falling on stocks, get out with small losses, 5 to 10%, maybe down 15 depending on how aggressive the strategy is. Preserve most of the capital and get reinvested quickly after a correction abates and right. we start a new bull market trend. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we said this on the show a couple of times. Understanding the math of large losses is important. If you're down 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10%, you, you virtually need, down 10, you need 11 to get back to even. 20, 25, it's manageable. 30, you need up 43. Now you're starting to get math that gets away from you. If, if you want to, you know, uh, find out what that chart looks like, uh, math of large losses, it's somewhere on the insights page. If it's not, we'll get it up there. But uh, I find people don't really know. They If I say, you know, market's down 20, what do you need to get back to even? Most people think 20. You don't. You need more. So anyway. Uh, Losing capital is so a Don, slippery slope, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Do you think they think the Grinch steals Christmas here? I, or, voted, or, I voted Grinch. You voted Grinch. I voted Grinch. I, I vote Santa delivers, but I'm not so sure. I'm wavering on that at the moment. That that was a couple days ago. Hey, if the market comes back and rallies higher today significantly, so we get about a thousand point reversal from lows to highs, mm -mm. Uh, you know, maybe maybe Santa's uh, doing his magic. It's creeping at the moment. It, it's just it it's still down, you know. 1.37% on the, the S&P 500. Actually, it's, uh, scratch that, down 1.56 on the last tick. So Yeah, man. So it's, you know, it, it's it's getting on to uh, uh, coming to a close on the market here. And In about an hour, yep. yeah. Yeah, uh, I think. Still th I, still thinking the Grinch Grinch steals Christmas here. I'd be careful. There's banana peels out there you might slip on. Market, All right. Market could slip lower here. This is Bull Bear Radio, where each week you can count on our real market news and advice. Catch all of our podcast episodes at WBIinvestments.com. 
Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stocks discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time. And there is always the possibility of loss. You should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or any other investment professional. If you have questions regarding the applicability of specific issues discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or your chosen professional advisor. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. WBI's advisory operations, services, and fees are in the form ADV available upon request. You are not permitted to publish, transmit, or otherwise reproduce this information in whole or in part in any format to any third party without the express written consent of WBI Investments Inc.